Hey, ladies and gentlemen, if I could uh, introduce somebody real quick. Um, oh, man. The man's name is William Bowser. Hold your applause to the end. Uh, mm -hmm. I met this man just going through a Google search a couple years ago. Uh, I saw studios at Quality Touch. Like, Quality Touch. I'm like, I'm thinking like Midas Touch, too, as well. Like, like all right, bet. <laughs> Call him up. I was real professional. Hey, sir, how you doing? Let him come to your studio get some work done. We got some work done. We've been cool ever since. Started a podcast. He's one of the very first interviews that... I ever did on oh, BNY. Shout out to Keon too. He's the engineer that day sitting here. Mm -hmm. Just me and Will talking. Maybe and Will's a, a great interviewer. I can just ask him a question and he talks for five minutes. Ask another question, he talks for ten. I'm just sitting back like, this is amazing. I ain't yeah. got to do too much. Let yep. that man do everything. Let me get mm -hmm. everything set off his chest. I'm going to give you his content. Hey, that's what I love. <laughs> this man had COVID. Yeah. And he, yeah, did, a, he did a podcast he with did. me one-on-one -on -one, talking. Yeah, we did the hot, uh, the hot ones, uh, the hot ones challenge too as well. Yeah. I was there for yeah. that. Yeah, yeah. Was there. Was yeah there. it was. We had to do that again too as well. I got, I got like thirty sauces now. Oh, and I know. You, yep. Last, well, last time we was at your house, PSA, we had. Man, I, was, I, I almost will not died. be involved. There go your challenge. There go your challenge, man. I for completely <laughs> forgot about the pepper challenge y'all made me do before. I did not. <laughs> <laughs> I did not. Hey, hey, William, he was hyped for that. We said ne next time I need to get on that. Hey man, yep. I take when it comes to when it comes to hot sauce, I all challenges. I don't care. I That's never turned out a hot that sauce. That wasn't hot sauce, though. I'm like, yo. Oh, the chip joint? Look, look. I, no, I it wasn't a chip. It, it was, just, it was, it was a, a pepper. pepper. No, I'm down for all of it. A oh. pepper, y'all sell, selling it short. It was three of them. I'm cool oh, yeah, Hot chip, it. hot sauce, I'm don't cool matter. I, I would eat them all in a row. Let's challenge. go. Hey, but, but hold a second, though. I appreciate this man for for coming on tonight, too, as well. We watch you from the apartment. Oh, it's a studio you're building now, too, as well. Grammy committing. Oh, yeah. You ran back to the apartments? Man, no. <laughs> <laughs> we walked up four flights of steps. Yeah, <laughs> no elevator. Run that back to the pot miss. Mm -hmm. We had we had a business we meet with the man, sat down, gave us the whole game, whatnot. Mm -hmm. I went ahead and turned some of that information to a podcast studio. Yes, you would say we had no walls, little glass table to a big table to chairs or couches. So yep. I don't know you said next year we said building, who knows? Who knows what the future got a hole right yeah. there? Hey, ladies and gentlemen, uh, owner of Quality Touch Studios, our guest for the night, William Bowser. Round of applause, please. Hey. Yes, sir. What's going on, everybody? The floor man. is yours, my friend. What's going on with you? How's the family? Shoot. The family's awesome, man. Kids are growing up, getting smart, being little smart asses. How old is the youngest now? Let's see. She's eight months old now. Ooh. Wait, she's walking at eight months? Mm -hmm. no, 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 no. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. She's 10 months. I'm sorry. Oh, my okay. bad. My bad. Yeah, she's 10 Don't months old. COVID pandemic good, 2020 is yeah, yeah. blending together. Yeah, we lost the <laughs> Kids are older than they think. <laughs> um, shoot. Yeah, she's 10 months old. Walking, trying to talk a little bit here and there. Trying to, She's basically trying to keep up with her brother and sister. Yeah, that's so, a good though. Um, the two-year-old, she is just a handful of everything. Loving <laughs> everything. Cleaning up after everybody. Jesus, yo, it's crazy. And my son, he's just... <sighs> let's see. Well, he's homeschooled now. Okay. Right, so we speak the witch. So oh, we've man. been homeschooling him. We've been homeschooling him for like the last, well, literally since the beginning of the quarter. Really? So the, his the first when school first came back in for the kids mm -hmm. in what August, right? Mm -hmm. It was August September. Because yeah, me and uh, me and, me and Tracy talked too as well. Yeah. Time for learning. Yep. Yeah. 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 So, and Jay doing the same one. So literally that first month. So after after me and Tracy talked, we were like, okay, let's see how this goes with the kids. Mm -hmm. The kids are wild. All of them. All, <laughs> all there, of them. There's not a. There's not a grade out here in America that the kids know. just ain't wilding out. So Amen. all the kids are wilding out on camera with their teachers just all over the place. And he's in kindergarten. This is his first year of kindergarten. So oh, I'm like, wow. so I'm like, okay, he ain't gonna get no learning done. And, like I, and no matter what happens, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, no matter what happens right now, every kid is just gonna get a pass right now. No, no they're matter not what. though. They're not. Nah, man, look, I don't know. I don't, so they actually grade the work now. No, they no. didn't grade it last year. See, that's the thing. For, but if, in him being in kindergarten, they do all the work there. And then that's the end of that. And then they have a couple of books, and that's the end of it. Are you so serious? It's, it's, it's the weakest. It was the same thing with Jet. Yeah, it's really? the weakest mm -hmm. thing I've ever seen school-wise. So, and Tracy was like, I'm not having it. So Tracy had been kind of building it up all summer long. Really? And and kind of just plotting like, yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give y'all like 30 days. If y'all fuck it up, <laughs> guess what? That's we out of here. She playing the seeds for us too as well. I used yep. to read her stats. I'm like, mm -hmm. damn. Look, yeah, Tracy's spitting. Tracy was so, <laughs> look, she was so adamant about it. She got a whole Facebook group. For everyone in Charles County, dedicated to homeschooling. Mm -hmm. Wow. Whenever they have homeschool meetups, she there, like all of it. But that's what's we, needed, though. Yeah, facts. Exactly. So look, we got a whole, we got a whole cabinet, literally like a, a, a seven foot tall cabinet, right? Full of nothing but school stuff, school supplies, books, 
um, all three of the learning centers on. We, we bought him a little a little laptop that was like two three hundred dollars, mm-hmm. right from Best Buy. He gets on there, goes on the internet. He does his three little classes on there, chills out thirty minutes. One of them's a monster game, um, ABC Mouse, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and it was another one. Um, teaches him everything. Yeah. He got his tablet. He'll watch his he'll watch shows on his tablet, play his games on his tablet. He get bored. Look, so him and his sister, right, they mm-hmm. get bored of watching their shows on the tablet. They start watching in a different language. Mm. Right? They're not going to do this in school. That's what I'm saying. Like, this, mm-hmm. there's all kinds of things that we have now that could be further taken advantage of that mm-hmm. I've, I've realized. Mm-hmm. And that school systems just don't do it. Mm-hmm. So, now, so now it's like technology is getting pushed into everyone's face. Right, and you're and I and I literally not even figuratively, like I literally get to see where our school system is and where they fail at. Because if this is kindergarten, I can't imagine every grade after this. Man. So the teachers are bombarded. <laughs> you can clearly see that they get frustrated. Absolutely. So I'm just like, yeah, this is trash. We're not. <laughs> so one day she was just like, you know, it don't even take two weeks to get out of it. Just one week, you write the little letter and that's it. And they let them out, mm-hmm. man. No, they let them out. And all the kids were doing like it was some it was some some program that, all, that we have for for him now that all the kids had they kicked him off the program because he's no longer in the school. I was like, y'all still gotta grade the papers and the work that he does. Though, what are you doing? And they're like, well, it's just our policy. I'm like, Damn. y'all know things are different, right? <laughs> I mean, I'm sure your policy's gonna change, right? Well, I'm, this is what we gotta do for now. I was like, okay. So right now, Miles, right now, as it stands right now, if he were to go and take a test, he's He's a kid. He's a kindergartner. He's about first grade, almost in the second grade level of everything. And this is and the school ain't even halfway over yet. Man, shout out to the parents. Shout out I'm to not, the parents. It's, it's, it's smooth, man. Hey, look, they want to play. Smooth. They want to play the game. I was like, all right. Yeah, we can <laughs> play okay. that game, all right. <laughs> so, so when my son's walking and graduating from from high school two years early, right. and your kids is over here struggling because they don't know how to use an iPad. Like, hey, man. Okay, you can hire mine. And you know, yeah. <laughs> you no, can hire don't. my son. He got you. He got you. Your kid, watch. Win the game. You fucking right. I'm gonna, I'm gonna teach him everything. We got. Look, I'm getting, I'm getting passports from my whole family this Christmas. Yeah. Because mm. we've been, we on lockdown, so I've been, my kids been good. They get everything they want anyway. So I'm like, mm. right. I bet. You know what they want to get for Christmas? These passports. That's it. I, and I t- I, every time we talk to parents, I was like, it's all good. Watch what I do for these kids next year. What the fuck? They're not gonna learn here. What? I was like, for what? For what? What's the school system gonna teach me? You gotta do this. Fill out this paper. Make, mm-hmm. Like you said, they gonna they gonna grade this stuff. The reality is, me being homeschool. Guess what? They gonna grade whatever I give them. Mm-hmm. That is true. And if my kid's already smart, he gonna finish it up. And I'll make my kid do schoolwork for a month straight, just so that way he could take a month off. I, I'm, my, I got cousins that did homeschool their whole lives. All of them graduated at the top of their class. My my mm-hmm. one of my youngest cousins graduated at the top of his business class. My uncle let him go to any place in the world he wanted for for his graduation because he graduated he graduated in literally the top twenty in his class of mm. like three thousand kids. That's crazy. I mm, said, man. yo, I, that, that's what I'm do for my kids. I said, fuck this, I don't care. I don't care what what you gonna do now. What like what is what is someone honestly gonna really tell you that you can't now literally say? You know what? We're just gonna go do it our, do it on our own. And you know what? I've always heard that, but I've always wondered like how is that possible? So, and then I realized that homeschooling is just you, father, mother, and just the kid. Yeah. And you have, and of course, you're investing in your own child's success mm-hmm. more than you know some teacher passing from grade to grade. But it's just, yeah. it's, it's just no, no business. Stuff. No disrespect to you. You're an excellent educator, by the way. And, uh, yeah. Oh, I know. Look, but this is what we learned. This is what we learned. Like, so or, you're an educator, or, right? Thank you. Right. So <laughs> we treat it. So me and Tracy treat it like business. We treat thank it. You. We treat it like business, though. <clears throat> so <clears throat> I'd hire you. I'd really? hire you to teach to tutor my I kids. Mean, and this is so my children. It's, I have a preschool class now. Mm-hmm. They are learning right now how to spell their name in English, Spanish, and sign language. Because I believe, well, if you didn't know, zero to five is where a child's brain forms. Everything else on top of that is extra. Mm-hmm. Yep. So if you give them an extra language to learn now, it will follow them. You know, so yep. you, some some things might get a little rocky down the road. But if you give a child a new language to learn between zero and five, it will stay with them through the rest of their lives. That's why it's so important. These are the most nurturing ages that I have. So I'm teaching them. Listen, we got a a teacher who is from Dominican Republic. I was like, hey, listen, we could teach these kids Spanish. So now they know their color. They already know their colors, their numbers, and the letters. So now we're teaching them how to actually pronounce their name as it would be in Spanish. 
sign their name if you don't know how difficult it is for two-year-olds because they ain't got the fingers together yet but they're learning and they can learn so when people say you know like you can't teach a two-year-old this yes you can all it takes is time Man, and patience teach kids any time you, and patience you know what that sounds like lazy parenting exactly mm-hmm. <laughs> yep yo I, so I, as an educator i realize that i realize it, that it's home, important and like you said yeah, yeah it's no you can teach them Man, anything look, it's just you, you just you have want. to take and kids you, don't forget nothing they don't they Duh. don't look, anything my five-year-old look my five-year-old knows how to do laundry he knows how to help me do dishes. Mm-hmm. He, he will help me clean and make up beds. Mm-hmm. We will we will vacuum this whole house. Look, this is my five year old. Look, any <laughs> anybody that says you can't teach kids anything from any age when it comes to a child, because all children are just children until they leave. Man, look, that's lazy parenting. Mm-hmm. Okay, look, if you if I, I the same thing I tell everybody, I can't promise nothing but hard work. We can get it exactly simple. That's it. Real simple. It, it's that simple. So and kids love it, man. Facts, you know what I'm saying? Absolutely. Yo, what kid do. don't like working with their parents? Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, like it don't even got to be crazy hard work. But even it if don't. it is, if if you look, even when I was a child, if I looked over and I saw my mom working as hard as I'm working, that she's asking me to do it, it just made me shut up and keep doing it. Right. It didn't make me complain because clearly my mother's doing the exact same thing. Right. Mm-hmm. And if and if and if my mom is a harder working woman than me, then she's doing harder work than I am. I'm not complaining about Jack. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And you know what the cool thing is? But but see, this is the thing. I learned I learned this with, with with my kids from what my mom taught me. My mom loved going out places though. She loved going out. And if and if I did good in school, if I made sure I you know I cleaned up, we we took care of the things that were normal, you know that random hey y'all get dressed. Why wow, what's up? We going out somewhere? Where we going? I don't know. Let's just get in the car and go right. somewhere. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man, about it. You know what I'm saying? I, I love that because it's like it's like you know we spent Saturday morning cleaning. Yes. You know we spent Sunday morning cleaning, going to church, whatever. What age was that? Because oh, I've been doing that my whole a, life. I have a different experience. No, no, I've been doing that my whole Sunday, life. Like. Been grinding my whole, my whole life. Gospel comes on on Sunday, <laughs> and I'm cleaning baseboards, and well, it wasn't as enjoyable. So we we would still go to church. Really? We would, we would go to church and stuff like that. Well, see, look, look, what you got to realize. Before I moved here, I, I I knew nothing but apartments my whole life. Okay, like I, that's it. Like I didn't, I never I never lived in a house ever until I moved to Southern Maryland. Oh, damn. so I'm in New York until I'm like 16, 17 years old. Nothing but apartments. Yeah, apartments was cool. Got that house though. Nah, apartments was not cool. No, I'm talking about no. I did both. Hell to the night. Nah. <laughs> I hate no, them too. Because whatever your neighbors had, you had. Mm-hmm. Roaches? Oh, guess what? I mean, yeah, but I'm talking about like, roaches everywhere. I ain't know what a field mouse was until I got here. Though I knew what rats were. <laughs> if your neighbor had beef, I'd rather you had beef. Yeah. Man, look, me too. Me too. Feel, look, field mice. I'm like, oh, look at this little thing. Rats are the size of cats. I've seen, I've been, I seen it. <laughs> I seen it. <laughs> like, I got though living, living, living in Maryland completely has changed the way I look at the rest of the country. Really? Yeah. Elaborate. Because okay, so I grew up in New York. Mm-hmm. All the crazy extra shit that you could possibly do in New York that'll either get you in jail or prison. I've done it. Mm-hmm. I've I've done it. Like seriously. So. Without elaborating and incriminating myself, but yeah. it's been more than twenty years, so I'm good. <laughs> there you go. So you know, like I sold drugs, I shot folks, I've done all kinds of wild shit in New York, and I would never take my children to live in an environment like that. And then living here, yeah, you can get into that here too, but not to that extent. Highly unlikely. Like you know what I used to do for fun when I was a kid? I used hmm. to jump rooftops. You can't do that out here. No. Man, it was Black Park. Park. <laughs> what? Yeah, no. yeah. Sit your parkour ass down. Yo, look. If I if I took y'all to the old neighborhood where I grew up, and you would see the neighborhood, the buildings are all interconnected. Oh. So we're talking like five, six story buildings, and the roofs are all interconnected. Then I lived in Ebbets Field on the fucking seventeenth floor. The highest floor was twenty, the twenty sixth floor, the twenty second floor in certain places. So you just yeah, we got up on the roof. We would break the lock, go up on the roof, and be wilding out. Mm-hmm. I don't want that for my son. Like you know what I'm saying? Like I, I seen, yo, my next door neighbor went to prison because he murdered a, a fucking twelve year old, you know, a thirteen year old kid at a basketball game. You know what I'm saying? Mm. And, I, and I used to hang out with this kid, him do? and his brother. So now he's gone. He's he got twenty five to life. His brother was, was literally like ten years old. And went to school with this kid that got killed. Is is those are the things where I'm like, 
living here has showed me that you know what you don't need that right. <laughs> that's what i say that's what i mean when i say that like i don't i didn't yeah. need that yeah. like when i left when i left new york as a kid it made me feel like damn man i ain't gonna be able to get nothing i ain't gonna be nothing that was the city man blah 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 Fuck that shit. Man. Fuck that sh- That shit is, is no. That's you a no. Did you feel that way in that moment when you moved, though? When I, when I first moved, when I, yeah. you got to realize, I was going to the high school of art and design. Okay, okay. Right? I had like a 80-something, 90-something grade point average. So that meant that my 11th and 12th grade year, I can go, I can do anything I wanted. Right. And because, and so because of the school being a specialized school, it wasn't like it was out here. You take right. four years of doing like the core curriculums, math, reading, science, and all that stuff. No, they took all that and condensed it into two years. I did my two years. Oh yeah. So when I moved here, it that killed everything. Mm-hmm. That I killed know everything. nothing about Maryland school systems in nothing. high school. Nothing. I, I mean, I don't. You're not missing. Nothing. Let me yeah. tell you, so it's, not, it's not very good. No, it's not. It's low. Hey. Where do you live at? Howard County, Georgia it's, Education. Do pretty well. It's PG for, County for education. For education, yeah. Maryland's okay. For for a specialization, when you're a child, it's the the best they have is a tech center. Right. Okay. That's mm-hmm. the best thing they got. Yeah. And and I ain't gonna knock everything. I'm just saying the tech center falls short in specializations for kids because the people they have teaching there mm-hmm. have only gone so far. Yeah. So that was the greatest it, letdown ever. Yeah, like, like <laughs> again, I, would, I, I, I literally, I've been drawing since I was five years old. I've been going to specialized school since I was in the sixth grade. So by mm-hmm. the time I get here, they're like, oh, yeah, here's the tech center. You can draw, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, no, nah, that's not what I was like. You know what I did? I never made it to the tech center. You know why? Because I told the principal this is a fucking joke, and I walked out. Damn. I was there with my mother. That's why he's a, that's why he's a boss now. He I was there with my mother. I, I said, this is a fucking joke, and I walked away. And he's like, young man, you'll never walk in here. I said, shit, you'll never teach me some shit I don't know. And I, walk, I walked smack out the door, and I never walked back into that tech center, ever. And look at you now. Speaking probably, of looking at you now. I think probably make more money than the tech center. <laughs> hey, what's that's up? What I was waiting for. There it is. Stun on him. Stun on him. What's up with no. Quality Touch? Um, it's fine. Oh, just to answer. My yeah. business teacher, he loves me, though. <laughs> Shot my, as he should. my business teacher, Mr. Larner from Leonardtown High School, he loves me though. As he should, because he's learned. He's, <laughs> he's learned. Y'all he, told he each put other. Me all game. Oh, he put me on game, yo. Shoot. He man, look. Shoot. Quality touch studios. Oh man. How can I what can I say? Tell us the recent. What's going on? Um Labels. <sighs> any labels. Artists from all over the freaking place. Let's see. Damn, I, I ain't gonna lie. I don't, I don't know where to start. I can't even lie to you. <laughs> All right, let's start with your yo. Did, you posted that? What about Walker? Did you post that? Yeah. Oh yeah. See, look, that's why I said I don't know where to start. Let's start. With can that. you um, talk about it? I can. Oh, okay. so thank God. Um, right. So, <laughs> <I've been> <laughs> so only the only the folks that are close to me understand and know what's going on. But I have a sync license deal mm-hmm. as a as a mixing engineer. Mm. So okay. I don't actually make any of the music; I just mix it. Okay. Mm. And I and I get a cut. <laughs> mm. um, I don't know any mixing engineers that have that kind of deal anywhere in the. I've industry. never been a mixing engineer, but it's it kind of sounds like easy money. A- explain uh, <laughs> explain the, explain the deal. Sync, uh, sync licensing. Um. Okay. So when it comes to sync licensing, anything that has to do with TV, movie, commercials, any of the you know any of the stuff that has music in it mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that that y'all see and hear, TV, radio, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So the sync licensing is literally the synchronization okay. of the music to the motion picture, again commercial world, okay. any of the stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Go to a movie, hear some music in the background, watch a TV show, hear something like thirty seconds for a song or whatever. Someone's getting paid for that. They gotta pay. The, they gotta pay that. Or person. they'll take it down. We know. Every single time. So, <laughs> um, they have libraries where they pick from that are big libraries that places like, like um, corporations like Viacom pick from that they have. Okay. Um, what was it? Um, Bunham Murray that y'all probably seen on the end of God knows how many TV shows. They have libraries that they pick from and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So I'm tied in with stuff like that now. Okay. Um, the last company specifically. So <clears throat> me and my new partners now, that's what I do for them. So they'll come, they'll make a record, make a track. It gets approved. Or they or someone from these companies will ask for a specific kind of track. Mm-hmm. They deliver on it. They send it to me. I mix it. It gets sent off. A couple months, I get my check. So basically, wow. as as a licensee, you can sync music with any type of yep, media, out, e- media output. Yep. 
And mm-hmm. and as the added bonus, it's forever. <laughs> That's true. That's always you got a forever deal. That, that, not all of them are, are forever. Anytime, anytime it gets played anywhere. So wow. so if so, as an example, just just so you can understand mm-hmm. the kind of money sync sync deals will come with. I want you to think about every big TV show you've ever watched that is currently in rotation that you've seen probably since you were a child that you always see. Like the new ones coming on Netflix. No, no, the old Jerry. ones like let's say the Johnny Fox show or something that gets mm-hmm. re-aired. No, on... I'm saying like the new ones. No, the no, new like black saying... TV shows that they put back out oh, Netflix, on Netflix. Yeah, like, yeah, like, those, like yeah. those. So that yeah, Living those... Single, you know, Sister Sister, all them. A joints. different world. Mm-hmm. Dave Chappelle just hit Netflix. Every time, you, every single time you hear music on that joint, someone's getting paid. I'm talking about now. What I'm talking about, really, really though, for real, is the joints on network TV. So you're like, you know, you turn on TBS now mm-hmm. or TNT, and it be shows that's just rerun on there, like on Fresh Prince of Bel Air. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. How many times have you heard certain songs on the Fresh Prince of Bel Air throughout your whole life? You don't even realize it. Yeah. Someone's getting that money mm. every single time, every single episode, all the time, forever. Wow! I can so, wait about two minutes or something. Yeah. So that's <laughs> there's that <laughs> there's that going on. Um. Artist wise, I am, I am building up my plaque collection. Yes, and mm-hmm. I just have to save up my money so I can get my plaques. But right now, um, there's a really, really, really good chance that I have a gold plaque coming in a couple of months. Um, what is that, Zan? Hmm? Yeah, there's good a mic. good chance. Talk about uh, talk about Zan Man real quick. I can't talk about too much because he's got some crazy things going on right now in Fair the works. Fair enough. Talk where okay. you can, but. There's a good chance he's either going to be a very highly sought after indie artist or he's about to be a very, very new signee onto a major. Okay. So y'all are probably gonna hear about that within these next couple of weeks. Um let's see. I've worked on a lot of records with unfortunately unfortunately two artists that have passed away, but their records are doing crazy numbers right now. So Rest in peace. Yep, yep, um, yep, yep. who was it? Fred the Godson. I did a record. I did a mix with him on it. Nice that record is doing incredible on number wise. Mm-hmm. Um, FBG Duck. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I did a one of his last records. Um, he was featuring a, a song with this one guy, Lil Chris, down mm-hmm. in Miami. Um, his management, they're awesome. Like his manager, she's amazing. I think we talked about Florida. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Quality yeah, yeah. um, touch. The next, yeah, 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 the yeah. next, the next, probably two, three weeks, he'll probably touch a million on the video for that single. Hey, and it's wow. only been out for like three months. Dang. So yeah, unfortunately. Um, let's see. Again, it's the Zanman single. That joint. I don't even know where that's at official number wise, mm. but I know it's it's. Yeah, they gave me the thumbs up. They said you might, you might. <laughs> Let me ask you this: It's mm. a lot of a success coming your way. Mm-hmm. How do you process all of that? How do you how do you deal with it? Now it sounds like you're like in the news. You know, I don't. They, I yeah, how do you, you. Okay. Um. I don't. Um, it's like like we were talking before the podcast. I look at it. It's like it's the equivalent of running. Because mm-hmm. what I'm because my ultimate goal is is still this way, and and these are just the things that come with it. So even though it's dope and it's cool, and g- thank God for it. Like I never mm-hmm. ever 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 not thank God for for the blessings I have. Yeah. But this isn't. That's not what I asked for. I'm just aware of what comes with what I asked for. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So this comes with it. You know what I'm saying? It's like when someone says, I want to be rich and famous. Or, the question is, are you actually ready for the things that come with being rich and famous? Right. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. So it's like, like, and we, we, we've all had these conversations anyway, off yeah. camera. Of course. Yeah. So it's like, you know, y'all know that ladder. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And you got your, the goal is here, mm-hmm. but y'all get all these things here. And it was like, oh my God, that's so crazy. That's cool. And you, oh, I remember when you were down here doing this. So you're like, yeah, but my goal is still here. So what is the goal? I want, I want that Grammy. Simple. Mm-hmm. That's, that's you remember. That's my goal, Will. Yeah, so like, we 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 running towards the goal. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Like that's that's why I said it always feels like I'm running because mm-hmm. it it's like it's like it's like leaving your car engine on all the time, mm-hmm. all the time, and I never get to not rest because I don't know when the next record I get might be the one. Mm. So I so even though even though most people are supposed to do this, I have mm. to give my all to everything and every record I do mm. because any of these records could pop and could blow up and could be the one mm-hmm. that gets me to where the goal is. And then what I've now thought about is what do I do after I get the goal? Right, because that was gonna be my question. Oh, I already got that planned out too. What? <laughs> oh, um, and, and we've talked about this. My yeah. retirement plan. My retirement plan. 
from from the engineering world is I want to start a re- I want to start a record label. Okay. But I don't I don't want the same bullshit record labels that everyone sees in the DMV that pops up all the time. I I want to I want a death row. I want a no limit. I want a cash money. I want a bad boy. Like they're gonna give me twenty million dollars. I don't I, I don't care how everybody else look at it. Like that's what that's what they're gonna give me. Right. Because because they give they give they gave these great men and women this money. Because these aren't just record deals; these were all joint ventures, which means mm-hmm. this is a 50-50 partnership. Yeah. Right. Which means I'm giving you this money because you're worth it. And most of these deals are for the next ten to twenty years. Mm-hmm. So, out of everyone I just mentioned, all the blueprint has been laid out. That's all. That's that's what it is for me. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna retire. I'm gonna retire a mogul. Simple. It's 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 not crazy <laughs> or unheard of. I'm just it's that's not. that's my that's my plan. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? So thank God for your seriousness because you led with Death Row and I was about to just really. <laughs> <laughs> but, that's what but, but it's like you gotta. I, I've researched and, I, and I've checked all these, all these, these, these places and things and people that have lived before us that have been highly successful yeah. that we don't truly talk about and honor because we always do it in past tense. Like mm-hmm. we don't like like right now, right? Like freaking CTE is a modern day version of all of these joints and we don't give them the kind of real love and respect that mm-hmm. they should re- like we should don't, be don't, celebrating don't, don't put me in the weed no no, I mean, <laughs> no no I'm not saying you but I'm saying I'm saying like I'm saying us as a people yeah, you yeah, know yeah, what I'm saying yeah, yeah. like it's always past tense mm-hmm. like it's always past tense when all the people I just mentioned they're all alive still yeah. All these people, all these guys are alive all these women are alive all, all these people that did that work that really put in the work for the legacy Hell, even the, the the fucking creators of Motown are still alive. Mm-hmm. They're still alive, and that's the thing that we talk about and be like, yeah, you know, it was awesome and blah blah blah. No, we're supposed to say that shit is amazing. Mm-hmm. Yes. It should be a, it, it should be the most thought provoking thing for our people ever because of the fact that all of them did it by themselves yeah. before before the deal of well, let's be partners came up. Right. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? It was always. I'm gonna do this by myself, and then they did. It. Yeah, no you know what I'm saying. It was no nothing. <coughs> Excuse me. Same time. It, that's the thing. That's the whole thing about it. And it's like, I as I grow, I see how the game is played, and that's that's probably the the one thing that I guess at this point is gonna is kind of separating me from my contemporaries in the business right now, and mm-hmm. at least in this area, mm-hmm. I see how the game is played from this part of the chess table, and even mm-hmm. though I'm here. I'm not really spectating. I'm just kind of analyzing my opponents that I see that are I'm going to be facing in the future. Sizing them up. Yeah, that's, that's, that's really what up. it is. Because mm-hmm. it's like, I see how the game goes. I see how it's played. And just because I'm not in the boardroom doesn't mean I'm not looking in the glass and paying attention. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. I'm not just, because, because of where I'm at. So I'm not just standing outside guessing anymore. It's like, I'm in the building. And I walk in the halls. And just because y'all don't, y'all, no one's like, Oh look, it's Will. Cause nobody know my name. It don't. It don't mean I don't know yours. Right. Right. You see what I'm saying? And that's that's how I feel right now. So back to the original joint. The su- the success part. I personally don't really feel that successful. But I I know there's a level there, but I don't feel that yet. I I probably won't feel successful until I can give out a million dollars at my own at my leisure. Mm-hmm. That's the best way though. That's 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 only that's when I'll feel it. You know yeah. what I'm saying? That George like, Clooney shit he just did. Hey, look, yeah. I was just about to say <laughs> four, fourteen yeah, mil. Like, fourteen mil is fourteen closest. Like seriously, I I won't feel I won't feel it until I'm just like not not even a duffel bag. I I, I, I old school the shit. I, here's a check. It won't bounce. Cash so is we check. Gonna, we gonna yeah. go together. <laughs> if if anything, the together, if you know? anything, the bank gonna bounce. <laughs> they gonna be like, uh, "Are you looking to cash this right now?" I'm like, "No, no, no, baby, don't." Worry. <laughs> I, look, when I, when I can go in there and talk to a bank teller, like a like a like somebody's aunt. <laughs> oh, look, don't worry, child, you are gonna be fine. Just, right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just go ahead and put that up. Just put so it we in were there, talking um, earlier, Will, about your humbleness and how you have come far because mm-hmm. of how humble you are and how you give out of the goodness of your heart and not to expect anything in return do you think that's why you are as far as you are because you're willing to give it without getting anything in a return? million percent okay. like mm. i i i've always been a nice guy mm-hmm. i've grown into a giving adult mm. and how can I say this? 
it's not so much the humble part mm-hmm. as it is the my expectations for success means I have to spread this wealth and knowledge out. Absolutely. Like you have to. You have. Because but but but, but well it just I would you, say you, you have for each of us in here. Like you've given each of us a piece of your mind mm-hmm. and oh, it's, it set us up for success. I know like you say you are like you want everybody to be successful. We've sat yeah. down and had round tables multiple times about the success oh, yeah. of yeah. our businesses and how yeah. we all can grow together as a team and grow together to get to our common goal, mm-hmm. which is to live out our dreams. Sorry, y'all. <laughs> I know you're working, bro. Right, that we, we that was me, working. by the way. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. yeah. Go on. Yeah. Oh. Um, <laughs> so, so I guess I just wanted to know, like, do you ever feel any type of resentment for somebody you've given to and they've given you like your behind to kiss for lack of nope. better words? I don't resent anybody that I've ever helped. Okay. What it, it, it I feel like a parent. Mm-hmm. I'm disappointed because what happens is I, I share my knowledge of whatever I have mm-hmm. to people mm-hmm. because my brain, my brain works on, my brain works the same way it works when I'm mixing a song. And that works like something's going to bother the hell out of me until I do it. So it's like when I'm working on, like when I, when I used to work on your records, right? Mm-hmm. Say, Ricky's around. Oh yeah. <laughs> so, so say there's a part, right? And like on this part of the song, the snares needs to be like, Pow! you hear like the reverb and it just sounds nice and sweet. Right. But I didn't do that. Right. So it, it just comes up, working on the rest of the song, excuse me, and then I'm gonna listen to it and listen to it. There's something in my brain that says, you know, it would sound dope if you did this stuff. <laughs> and I keep on working on the song, working on the song, like listen back, I'm like, yeah, this sounds fire, but you know, it sounds more fire. <laughs> <laughs> and that's how my brain works. So for me, it's like my brain goes, you know, you're only as successful as the company you keep. Mm. That's why you got dropped. So every time. <laughs> yeah, look around. I, got, I definitely got dropped. I mean, I'm playing around. I don't know. I don't but, know. That's, but that's the thing. So it's like my level was always here. I always meet people here. My my goal is to be here. So anything I can do to, it's like we're cl- we're climbing a mountain together. Yeah. yeah. Like we're, whether we all know it or not, we're all climbing a mountain together. And right. whether whether we all know it or not, we're all tethered to each other. Right. So if someone's falling, it's gonna make us all fall to a degree because we're all tethered to each other right. so i'd rather just be like oh, come on let's go mm-hmm. hey man hey hey i found something that you might fuck with hey here you go i'd rather just give you the information so that way it's there mm-hmm. and what you do with it this year might not mean nothing but two three years from now you might look back and say that's the shit i need i needed that i appreciate you will will for what man remember when you blah 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 oh my god for real yeah man it <laughs> it, it came in handy yo that's all that matters. Yeah. That's all that matters. It does, I don't care when you use it. Mm-hmm. You can use it whenever the fuck you want. I care that it helped you when you needed it. Mm-hmm. Did it cost me money? Okay, maybe it did. Okay, that's cool. Do I want you to pay me back? Fuck no. You know why? Because because my blessings come from me doing what God puts on me to do in the first place. That's mm-hmm. how my blessing. My blessings work that way. I don't know about everybody else's. Mm-hmm. But my mine come when I listen. So if someone if, if if someone's like, well, blah, 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 blah. All right, cool. God puts it on my heart to be like, hey, man, go ahead. Take care of that. I'm going to take care of that. Did I have it at the time? I felt like I might not have had it. But guess what? Ain't, ain't, that's not how listening works. Mm. That's, yeah. that's powerful. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That's not how listening works. So here you go, dog. And guess what? Nine times out of ten, I'm going to get it back when I need it. Because in my mind, I'm like, oh, man, I needed that, though. A thousand dollars later, you know. <laughs> Man, what was I over here worrying about? God, like, mm. <laughs> we had that conversation today, though. Mm-hmm. Like, because we... I need some water or a shot because my throat is like scratchy. <laughs> Somebody get this man a shot, please. Right. What you want to shout out? I don't even, you know, I don't care. <laughs> Y'all know That's I Jameson. The, the Lord works in mysterious hey. ways. There's a, a cup right there. Thank oh. you, sir. Thank you, gentlemen. There's more Corona, too, as well. About look, go by all means. Don't let me stop you. No, no, no. We, when we had the conversation, it was it was of the same exact aspect. Like literally, of course, you know, we are growing in our mm-hmm. business. 
Oh, yeah, that's the Thank you. We decided that we were going to, you know, just stop everything we were thank doing you, for a hot second mm-hmm. to get back on track um, mm-hmm. financially. Oh, and today, literally out of nowhere, we there had we a miracle happen. Like, oh, boy. <laughs> and Donnell was like, I don't know why I underestimate God. And I was like, what you talking about? He was like, babe. He said, babe, this happened. And I was like, for real? And he was like, yeah. And then I got the text from you, and I was like, you know what? I don't know why we doubt him. And I was like, I'll never doubt him. That's you. Wondering where it's going to come from. About to snatch that Jesus piece off of you. I don't think it did either. He does Just paraphrasing. Often, I definitely am. But oftentimes, <laughs> oftentimes he has, he's the one with like the, the slight bit of do- a doubt. And I have to remind him, like, baby, don't worry about it. We're going to be good. He'd be like, but we, but you know we got this that's going what builds, on. That's and what I'd be builds like, but couple, babe. Y'all, y'all, y'all being the couple you are, though, that's mm-hmm. what helps build your, your couple testimony. Absolutely. You see what I'm saying? Like, look, because mm-hmm. Tracy's like that. She's the one, oh, my God, we ain't got the money. and We can't do this. And we Come on now. Look, man, first one to give it. Hard for her to take it. it <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It is. But that's that's the, true. But that's the thing. It makes the testimony that much stronger when when y'all both know. Mm-hmm. Like it, there's no question. And and for the, for everybody, even people that are watching or listening, you know, you gonna have people be like, man, you know, it's it's this and this. Look, look, it's simple. I work hard. Mm-hmm. I won't deny that. We all work hard for the Absolutely. things that we have and achieve in life. Mm-hmm. But there's a level of hard work and there's a level of faith that has to come with it because yes. if not. You just gonna fall and stumble upon your own strength. Right. At at some point, at some point, when you lean on yourself too much, you fall over. Yeah. That's that's just how that works. I you, know. Yeah. Look, look. We. <laughs> hey, look. We, any, we didn't all been there. We didn't all been there. All of us. So that, but that's what keeps you on that humble side of things, because we all know what it's like to be in the dirt, face down. Like, all right, it is what it is. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. We all do. Heck, we all probably got friends that are like that. Mm-hmm. But as I've told other folks before, we're, we are here to do the things that make us the beacon of light for everyone else that feel like, man, I can't do it. That This is why I always bring up the apartment. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It's why I always bring up my apartment. You know why? Because I was in a two-bedroom apartment. And the loft thing, man, it was just expensive. We blowing money. It was dope, though. It, it, was. it was. That long upstairs studio. Woo! That shit was dope. It, it, listen, it, it was dope, but it was putting a hole in the pocket. Mm-hmm. But we did everything we could with what I had. Yeah. That was it. There was times when it was just me paying the bills. It was just times when it was just the wife paying the bills. Still got kids. Still got to pay these pay this rent. You see what I'm saying? But I bring it up because now I'm in a house. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And I bring it up because I, I look at all my music folks and go, music paid for this. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I, I had, We had 10000 on stash from music for this. Like. The basement is but, doper. It, it is. That's all, <laughs> but, that's what I'm, hey, but that's the thing. And here, and here we are. Man, the money I spent in that studio to oh, put it together the way it is right now. Oh, we know. But, that's, but let I me tell you. If, if you had I told me it. this when we first got our house, we just got the house. If you had told me a year from that day we got the house, I'd spend this amount of money on, on that basement, I looked at you and said you were tripping. <laughs> I'd, I'd 100% said you were tripping. Mm-hmm. I, 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 off break, I would have told you you were tripping. Not now. Yeah. And the, yes, the success that have come with it has taught me and shown me that anything is possible if long, as long as you work hard and have the faith behind it. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? It's, that's the, I think that's the problem with a lot of folks, though. They have, they have faith, but they don't have the hard work faith. Y'all, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It's the, I'm doing this because my faith says I'm going to do it mm-hmm. and it's going to be good and it's going to work. They have the faith of, well, you know, God gonna make a way. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's mm-hmm. it. You know what I'm saying? Like that's it. Like, it's it's the, just gonna be him. God gonna make a way. <laughs> Don't worry about it. It's gonna, it's gonna happen when it happens. Can I touch on that a little bit? Uh, my pops years ago, it was a lady. He works in the, he works in the hospital, mm-hmm. uh, respiratory therapist. And he said years ago there was a lady that said that no, I'm not gonna take any pills. Uh, that the doctor recommended me. I'm gonna make my. You know, I'm just faith wise. I'm just gonna believe that God's gonna do it. He said, look. You take these pills, and through those pills, have faith that God's going to heal you. Mm-hmm. 
but listen to what you're talking about. So that right there was the I can look at it as kind of like the hard work you're talking about, but yeah. still have faith at the same time. So well, I'm no, right there with you. But that's so that's how when because Tracy's a nurse, right? That's how I break it down to people. Like anytime I've ever gone to the hospital, and then we ever have these conversations about faith with people in the hospital, because she doesn't know I have these conversations with people that will be sitting down. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Plot twist. People, people right. always, people always <laughs> say so. Like you know, God gonna do it. God gonna do it. Well, look, God brought you here. Well, what do you mean? Nah, man, I don't, I don't know. No, God brought you here. You know why? Because you're too stubborn probably to get t- get it taken care of on your own. So God mm-hmm. brought you here. Now God done had to go ahead and bring this doctor that was working with somebody else to come take care of you, prescribe you your medication, and make sure that you get it done so that way something else doesn't come up, creep up on you, and hurt you and take you even further down the affliction that you already have. Mm-hmm. Are you going to be a faithful servant and listen, or are you going to be hard-headed and lean on your own? And I had these conversations with a lot of folks in the hospitals. <laughs> so you be going to... When Tracy be at her job, like, baby, come job or do this or whatever. I got to wait in the waiting room. So I'm like, yeah, I always have. I always have. Look, man, I'm, I was raised in a religious Baptist church going. My mm-hmm. uncle's an evangelist. I, my cousins, they're all preachers and stuff. Like, I was raised in that family. Now, that's not my calling, but I found my calling young. Yeah. So, but that doesn't mean I don't have the faith to spread the word around. Thank because you. because at the end of the day, my, my faith is, is, is a very realistic kind of faith. It's like this. Look, you ain't got to believe in God, but you're going to have to believe in the things he's done for me, though. Because that's how I live my life. Say that again. So, so you mm. could be like, oh, man, you know, I don't believe in God like that. And I'm an atheist. That's cool. You can be all the atheists you want. But me, though. <laughs> <laughs> that's, not, that's not how I was built. That gives so, quality touch a new meaning. Like, because yeah. because because you know why because because I still because I still respect the hard workers yes. and I, and it's not I don't I never want people to mistake my faith from taking away from the hard work they work hand in hand yeah so my faith enables me to work harder my hard work makes my faith stronger because my faith makes me work harder mm-hmm. and it's it's a circle I keep the circle going so when people say oh Lord, how did how did you do this it's always gonna be because of God mm-hmm. but God didn't make me a fool either. So God, so in while God is getting my blessings right, I'm gonna keep working hard, and I'm gonna keep studying, and I'm gonna keep trying to be the best version of what I want to be and the goal that I'm trying to achieve until God drops that bless that blessing off right there. Mm-hmm. So when I'm helping other people out, God's like, oh good, I'm gonna use I'm gonna use you to do this, 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 and this. In about a year and a half from now, when He does this, we're gonna need it. <laughs> and because Will's good with Him and did this, we're gonna come right to Him. And he's going to bless me with it. And that's where my blessing is going to come from. Because of the thing we were just talking about mm-hmm. when I share my knowledge, when I share my faith, when I'm there to help without. If this man asks me for $100 right now and I get this man $100, I don't care about getting it back. Mm-hmm. I don't care about getting it back. You know why? Because I was told to give it to him in the first place. Right. All right. You know what I'm saying? That's, but, that's, but that's what the faith of being a friend is built on, too. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, definitely. You see what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. we, all, we all have our... our distinction of faith but that's what the faith of that is built on in the first place so because it's built on that in the first place i'm gonna do it mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying because i have faith in my friend of being who he says he's gonna be who who she says she's gonna be cool i don't need that hundred like you say you need that hundred so here you go and guess what some other time when i need that hundred she might give me a buck fifty she might give me two hundred she might be in a better position than I am, and guess what? That better position might help me in the position that I, I feel like I need to get to, but mm. I, I'm lacking right now. See what I'm saying? Hey, it all comes back. Yeah. But that's but that's life. That's how life mm-hmm. actually works. Yeah. I just feel like a lot of people they, they forget. Under, yeah. You know what I'm saying? They, they don't understand or they forget it. But my mom told me long, long, long time ago, like you, mm-hmm. uh, my grandmother more so, like raised us in the church. It wasn't my calling, but it my faith is strong. Mm-hmm. So when I was a kid, she said, faith without work is dead. Facts. Pay attention to those words very closely. Mm-hmm. Faith without work is dead. And as a child, you know, your mother tell you something, you brush it off like, eh, whatever. But as an adult, oh yeah, like you said, mm-hmm. you realize how true it is. Because you got you to gotta work hard. And like you said, have the faith on the back end, but knowing in your mind, this is what I want to do. This is what I'm going to do because this is my calling. Mm -hmm. But know that I got to have the faith that everything is going to go the way it planned. It might not happen today. might not happen tomorrow. 
Might not happen next week. Might not happen next year. But eventually, it's going to happen. So I got to have the patience to wait for this faith part of it to prevail. A lot of people don't want to yeah. wait for that part. They feel like if you have faith, it's supposed to happen tomorrow or it's supposed to happen within the next hour. It, it doesn't happen that and, quickly and those you have pe- the faith. And I always ask those people, did you prepare for it to happen tomorrow? And nine times out of ten, they can be like, nah. <laughs> <laughs> That's what, it's, I mean, look, artists are no different. Oh, man, I want to get signed. Are you prepared to get signed? Yeah, man, I think I feel like I'm ready. You got a hit record? Yeah. So if I put on this Beyonce record right now and I play your record after it, you going to be rocking to your record still? Man, I don't know. Man, you ain't ready. <laughs> you ain't ready. Because it, happen, it happens every day. It ha- We've turned on the radio every day. Who comes on after Beyonce? Don't know, but somebody is. <laughs> somebody Some, is. Somebody spoke at the Martin Luther King. Facts. You know what I'm saying? Really? It, that wasn't the only dream that we all had. Like, <laughs> at some point, at some point, some at some point, you are supposed to be, any one of us is supposed to be ready to stand in that spot ready. Because it's the spot that we asked for. Yeah. And I don't think a lot of folks understand that. They, they're not preparing to get ready for the position that they asked for. Mm-hmm. They're just going day to day, doing the motions. It is what it is. You're always supposed to be, to always be ready to go and shoot the shot for the dream that you have. All the time. You're always supposed to be ready. It's always supposed to be a bullet in the chamber for that. You're always supposed to be ready. Rain, sleet, sunshine, walk, run, drive, mm-hmm. it don't matter. Because if the goal if if the if the goal said, Hey, the dream is in Vegas, man, Ooh. I don't know. You said the wrong thing just now. <laughs> yeah, no, <laughs> I don't know, know is not yeah, the yeah, answer. Not. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> you know why? Because at the end of the day, if after you say I don't know, let me tell you, this is how you know God <laughs> is real. If the first time a person says I don't know about something, it's what they ask for, but they don't know. Mm-hmm. The first words out your mouth after that should be God send me a sign. Okay. And nine times out of ten, God gonna send you a sign. Because mm-hmm. if it's the right thing to do, something gonna push you to go. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and if it ain't, something gonna push you to stay. That's always what happens. Mm-hmm. Because something because because the right path is always the right path. It's never it's not the wrong path. It's it's, it's always the right path. Mm-hmm. What path you choose. Is where we get in the, the, into the conflict, right? You know what I'm saying? Like I said, if if you meant to go to Vegas, man, what your ass is still here in Southern Maryland? <laughs> like, <laughs> like what, you, what you doing out here? Oh man, I got I got my family and my friends and blah blah blah. That's the number one. Oh god, I hate that. I'm sorry. But you <laughs> but you know what? But that's the thing. It's, it's the these are the they're fears. Comfortable. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They, they get comfortable. I, I want to say it was you, Will. What? We had our roundtable discussion. You know, when we hey, bring that mic a little closer to you. Every once in a while. You bring know, it down, bring it down, bring it down. We, oh. ha- we have a, a little black business roundtable. Oh, yeah, facts. Every, every <laughs> once in a while. Facts. So, so we come together like to the lab. And, um, oh, next year. And, next oh, year. Oh, don't worry. That was going to be on my question we'll list. You already know. It's, it's you, on my question y'all, list. Y'all know how I get down. Um, we'll but <laughs> you y'all said, know how I get down. Mandy, don't fly that week. You, you <laughs> talked to us and you was like, hey. <laughs> I know, you know, we all want different things. We all want to um, be great in our businesses. But at some point, we all have to be comfortable being uncomfortable. And the moment we get uncomfortable or being comfortable with being uncomfortable, we all going to flourish. And I mm-hmm. promise you from that moment on, I think Darnell and I, we started to get real uncomfortable with everything going on. Like, hey, listen, we got to get uncomfortable. Once mm-hmm. we started becoming uncomfortable, doing things out of the ordinary, stop listening to the naysayers or what they wanted for us and start actually reaching our goals the way we wanted to reach them without the second thought of, man, I hope this going to work. Or, dang, you think this T-shirt going to sell? We ain't worried about that no more. We just going to put it out there for the world to put see. Put it out there. It always sell a and, 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 and if it works, <laughs> it works. And so the moment we became uncomfortable with ourselves, we started seeing the progression and everything else. Mm-hmm. So a lot of people just choose to be comfortable and I say stagnant stagnant in their situation whatever it is so they don't want to take that next step because they don't want to become uncomfortable with whatever they have going on but in order for you to grow in anything you have to become uncomfortable well yeah because growth isn't easy it's it's a process so nobody 
But the reality is no one loves, nobody truly loves growth. And I'm sorry for interrupting. Talk about that last week. The whole process. Growth. But yeah, hey, shout out to him, man. Yeah, people, people don't like, they don't, they don't, they don't. The growth process mm-hmm. is uncomfortable. It is. It's uncomfortable because it it's it's new territory. It's new people. It's new things. Mm-hmm. It's, it's new feelings. It's it's new it's new forms of expression. It's it's new ways that people look at you mm-hmm. yep. and express themselves at you. So it's no one really loves growth until you're in the midst of it and you see the fruits of the labor. Mm-hmm. Can you we know talk? Let's, let's keep what we're going to talk about growth right there. What about the growth of uh, Gucci and uh, Jeezy? I'm 50-50 on that. Talk on it. Me, So me, because I'm not an Atlanta native, not yet. <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry, we got we got an East Atlanta native here. Yeah, I'm, uh, I'm not an Atlanta native yet. Only, only because Atlanta, Atlanta is where, where I'm going to retire at. Really? Why? Yeah, I mean, never mind. I, no, 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 no. I, I was saying no. But, just, just to answer no, it quickly. No, no, answer it quickly. So because, outside so podcast. because, because back in the day when I was when I was doing my whole traveling thing, and we were doing our shit with Bad Boy South, I grew to really enjoy being in Atlanta. I enjoyed being there. I enjoyed the people. I enjoyed the atmosphere. And because the kind of person that I am, I'm a, I'm a I'm a I'm a people person. And for your line of work. You're perfect for it. You know what I'm saying? Like, like for I'm, his I'm line a, of work. What? So, for the record, mm-hmm. okay, I have always loved Georgia. Yeah. Okay, so I was, I was, <laughs> the, no, I have. So listen. I'm sorry. So, so I can't coming, wait till and, and this is why coming from coming from the north, right? You yeah. see a different perspective when you are. Well, I was in Hinesville. Savannah area, right? Mm-hmm. So you see a whole different perspective of life, right? Like yeah. you say, I'm a people person. I just be talking to random people, and I know be like, you know who that is? No, I just say hi because that's southern though. That's not Georgia. That's southern. No, but I'm just saying it's it's Georgia too because Georgia had Georgia has a different type of hospitality. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But coming from up north, you live in the north now. We grew up in the north, and then we migrated to the south yeah. for a little while. So it's different for us. It's a whole different atmosphere. And the houses are cheaper. The market is cheaper. That's the jobs yeah, that's are cheaper. Why, the jobs that's why that's my retirement. The jobs, the, but yeah, the jobs yeah. are cheaper. So, Don, of course, Look, Don, let the white folks have, have Florida. Right. <laughs> <laughs> let the white folks have Florida. We're we going to retire. I'm going to go. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to retire in Georgia. I'm going to let you finish. So, I, I told Donnell, like, I was like, uh, it's just something about Georgia. He was like, so if you could ever go anywhere, where would you go? And I was like, Georgia, duh. Because my plan was, you know, when I moved here, I moved here for my kids. Mm-hmm. But I told my mom, my final resting place will be in Georgia. Like, that's where mm-hmm. I want to be. And it's not just for aesthetics, you know what I'm saying? You're from Georgia, so you're like, eh, I'm from here. So I'm like, eh, what's here? You got all this stuff here, eh. But I like Georgia because there's so much more to Georgia than what the TV shows or what, Absolutely. you know. The, the, I get that. They have the land. They have the history. Because you they say have, Georgia and, and, and... I mean, Georgia as a, the whole, a whole. It could be completely different from, you know... Atlanta to Marietta, or yeah. Atlanta to Douglasville, see, or Atlanta to see, McDonough. That's that's like, that's see, that's a, and and I and I understand that, but that's that's the thing. I, I traveled in it while I'm there working. Right. Oh, you gonna flourish? Yeah, but see, and, and that's the thing. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but see, but that's but that's why I, I liked it because when yeah. I when I first showed up, when I first showed up, right, and I did my first session, they loved me because because I was myself. So I, I helped I helped the studio owner figure out things about his rig which is like two hundred thousand dollars worth of gear that he never knew before mm. to help simplify the setup to help simplify just and the you setup. still have that connect no no that, that, that joint got blown out no shout out to my ex-wife <laughs> <laughs> wait a second yeah 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 shout out to the ex-wife she she killed that oh yeah she killed that joint Ar- arm and hammer <laughs> <laughs> You hear me, yo? That, that shit dead, yo. That shit dead, dead. That's a story for another day. But, yeah. but no, no, no. I'll say this. I'll say this. If I if I go now, I'm good, though. So that connect might be gone. No, that, that connect might be gone for that situation. But if I if, if me and those folks that were there, because mm-hmm. they shut it down. They shut that down. That studio got shut down. Oh, okay. Yeah, Diddy left that and let that go. If I go now, the folks that were there at that studio, if I run into them now, we'll be good. We'll, okay. we'll, we'll be good again. Oh, okay. So you're talking Bad Boy South. Talking yeah. about uh, Jeezy. Uh, out of the two, I ain't going to lie, man. I'm not a Gucci Man fan. And the reason why is because, like, like technically, what you were saying, I'm from New York. I like lyricists. 
I grew yeah, up on lyricists. It's different. Now, I'm not saying Jeezy is the most prophetic lyricist I've ever heard, but out of the two, he was just the better rap lyricist for the for the crowd when it came to the two. Gucci was always talking about one thing and one thing only. You know what I'm saying? Jeezy just made it more interesting. It's mm-hmm. kind of like when you listen to Pusha T. Pusha T rap about Coke. We all know that. Mm-hmm. But it's interesting. He's here to make Coke bars sound fire. Now, does he make Coke bars sound fire right now in his career? No. no. Does he make Coke <laughs> bars sound fire with him and his brother in the Neptunes? Yes. Mm. You see what I'm saying? So, did Jeezy make Coke bars sound fire during his career when he was at Def Jam? Yes. yes. Snowman. Did, did Gucci make Coke bars sound fire when he was putting his shit out? No. You know why? Because Gucci is for the streets. He says he's for the streets. Mm-hmm. We all know he's for the streets. All the records that he loved to play, the lo- the joints, they're not hit records. They street anthem records. Mm-hmm. There's a difference. People get it. People get that kind of thing confused, which is why it was fire last night. Because if you know the two, mm-hmm. you had a great time. Yeah. You had an awesome time. Oh, because, absolutely. Because again, just because I didn't love Gucci, don't mean I didn't. I don't fuck with Gucci. He's just he's just not my favorite rapper to listen to back then because he just wasn't spitting anything that I was enjoying. I like pop records. Simple. Because I like, Gucci was a valedictorian with a degree. You know what I'm saying? And then he wanted to do rap. He wanted to do gangster rap. But you know what? I could. I can't knock the that boogeyman of rap. I can't. Yeah. I, I mean, can't most rappers, that. most successful rappers are educated now. Yeah. I'm not saying. Well, not. no, no. Look, 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 look. Let me let let us dis, <laughs> let us dispel this one thing that always gets said about us, but it's not us saying it all the time. Mm-hmm. There is nothing saying that we are not educated, no matter what profession we decide exactly. to pick yeah. up. Not say that. Yeah. I don't mean the level yeah, that, I, I know that, the, gov- I know that the, the, the state I'm, government said you had. Yeah, mm-hmm. but I just I just want to put turn. that out there. It doesn't matter. <laughs> it doesn't matter if we're talking about selling drugs or if we're talking about selling Bitcoin. We're all educated, mm-hmm. no matter the degree of the level of the profession we decide to actually put our foot in. Mm-hmm. Especially as black people, that's just that just comes with our territory. Right. The, like you said, yeah. He's a, he's a smart man. We mm-hmm. know he's a smart man. But he was smart enough to see an easy hustle. Right. Because rap was a, at that time, rap it's was an easy, easy hustle. hustle. Yeah. And the fact that he could go... Look, Gucci Man wasn't just in his own studio all the time. I mean, he wasn't in someone's studio all the time. He was in his own home studio. He probably put exactly. that joint together. He could put out mixtapes all the time. And mm-hmm. Lord knows he did. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But that's but that's the but that's the beauty of our genre of music. The creativity will last forever. Mm-hmm. Whether it was songs that I couldn't stand from him or songs that I fuck with, guess what? At the end of the day, you're not gonna take this legend away from this man because he put the work in for it. So that just make that just proves his point of who he says he is. Mm-hmm. Now, now from that battle from last night, again my sh- my moment. The middle of the battle. Oh my God! He looked that man dead in the eye and started talking about his dead man's. I was mm, like, "Here truth. we go." Truth. I, I knew it was on when I saw Chris Brown's joint saying, "Get the, where's the security?" Yeah. <laughs> I saw Chris yeah. Brown coming. I said, "Oh Lord, it's on, on." Man. But but I I I I respect what Jeezy did after that. Mm-hmm. I respect that, and I I was hoping more people today would have shown more respect to what Jeezy said after that. Mm-hmm. And I ain't going to front. This is why I don't like Freddie Gibbs. It's This is why I don't like Freddie Gibbs. Yep. And, like, literally, this is why. It's not even because of his music, because I actually like some of his music, but this is why I don't like him. Because he's like, man, if a nigga smoke one of my niggas, man, I ain't never going to see this nigga. It's niggas like that that we need to get rid of. And he told Jeezy, I don't want to hear no more street shit. Yeah. Don't talk it's- no more street shit. <laughs> why? Like and that's what I said. Like the first thing I said was, "Why, my nigga? He he older than you. He, he all the shit that you did when you was a when you were a kid. You 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 been rapping since you were twenty something years old. Jeezy was in the streets in his twenties. What are you mm-hmm. talking about? Jeezy put him. He ran with one of the biggest dope Jeezy cartels. Allegedly, he ran with one of the biggest dope cartels. You know what I'm saying? So, so, so like, it's sad. You know what I'm saying? I'm, I ain't gonna throw nobody into no buses. I'm just Dang. saying. You know what I'm saying? One of the biggest black dope cartels allegedly that ever existed in American history. Right. My nigga, Freddie Gibbs has nothing to. To ever say to this man no matter what you say he he has the power and authority to always end all beefs you know why because like he said there are kids looking up to this man he 20 years in fuck out of here he owns who, who gonna call Atlanta. Freddie Gibbs any any of his records in 20 years I, I, anybody here is anybody here no we not but I'll be, I'll be I should have notes for this shit Hey man, you hey, Eastland translator. Hey, what hey, you know what you got? Hey, hey, I'm, just saying, I'm just saying. What do Jeezy own? 
I'm just half look, Atlanta. I'm just, I'm just saying this. Look, look. I'm, I'm gonna say Tom this. Perry this, 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 is my, like, this is my battle. This is my battle rap as my as my stance when it comes to like that shit. What's your synopsis? I love, I love Jeezy because at the end of the day, he's he's been on his grown man shit for the last five to ten years. Mm-hmm. Come on, man. And, because, and you can't take that away from him because mm-hmm. because at the end of the day, you can't compare Jeezy and Gucci. They literally exist on two separate planes Definitely. of the same playing field. So it's like, so Gucci, Gucci done ran the, the, the hood politics and runs the hood corporation. But mm-hmm. so, but Jeezy has ran the actual politics in corporate America. That's what like, I'm saying. The, like we not going to act like this nigga was not running Def Jam. What, it, what it, did he say to Biggie? You want to be a Brooklyn rapper or a rapper from Brooklyn? The way I always looked at it is Gucci's an Atlanta rapper. Jeezy's just a rapper from Atlanta. Mm-hmm. Facts. Facts. Well, that's not true. I mean, he's not really from Atlanta. He's a transplant. You know but, what I mean. No, I don't. Transplant. But, 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 he but got Atlanta repping that. Y'all yeah, accepted him, goddammit. Man, 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 I'll I'll say, I'll say, I accepted him. Shit. Do I accept him too. You know why? I, 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 I have to accept him. Atlanta accepted Jeezy. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. There was a problem. <clears throat> I have to accept him because cause I'm, a, I'm a Brooklyn transplant. But I've been here in Maryland longer now than I've been in New York. I get that. I'm all, and I understand. I'm not trying to talk about where a man's from. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wait my turn. Yeah, yeah. Your turn's coming next. It is coming. <laughs> but, I mean, you know, my memory be shot, so I got to go. I know, I know. Not. Allow me for interruptions. But No, I like, like for me personally, like I, I like I said, I, I, I loved the battle last night. I thought it was dope. Mm-hmm. I really thought it was dope. Mm-hmm. I thought it was amazing that they were able to do so icy after 20 years. Oh, my years. God. Yeah. They were shit together. Oh. After 20 yes, years. Yes, yes. Conspiracy. I was, I was sitting, yo, 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 look, look. 